Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, the postseason. The postseason in the United States and in Canada has started. It's Major League Baseball in our mind. Yes, I'm playing the organ. I'm not bad, actually, am I? Yes, postseason baseball is here, folks. Major League Baseball's long and arduous 162-game season came to an end a couple of days ago. And the Toronto Blue Jays are World Series champs. No, not yet. Currently, they are playing the Twins and losing by two runs to nil, while the Rangers lead the Rays in their... A division, uh, in their uh, wild card series in the American League. Steve Gardner is a highly accomplished and experienced baseball writer and reporter for USA Today Sports. He follows the game and the game's numbers as close as anyone, and we are lucky to have him on the line this morning. How are you doing, Steve? You may have detected I'm a Blue Jays fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. And uh, it's, like, it's almost like a national holiday, at least for baseball fans here, with, with four games today, and uh, we're just getting started. We're getting started indeed. Uh, the regular season, uh, it was hardly regular. And I look at the top of the piles, both National League and American League, the Braves winning you know, over 100 games, probably not a shock. They're so well run, such a deep score. But the Baltimore Orioles winning over 100, winning 100 games this season, they, were they the storyline of the regular season? I think so. I mean, this was a team that, two years ago, lost 110 games, and then in the course of the two seasons, they've rebuilt the team. Some of the young players that they got from being so bad um, have matured and are contributing now, and it's been one of the great turnaround stories in baseball, and uh, this is a team that, that ended up with the best record in the American League, the number one seed in the American League in the playoffs, and uh, a team that looks like it's going to be really good for many, many seasons to come. Yeah, I remember reading prior to the season, all the question marks on the Oros was, hey, they've got so, so much youth coming through, so many great young positional players, but is there enough pitching? Not only is there enough pitching, they were darn good in that aspect. <laughs> they were, and they got some unexpected contributions. And I think one of the things that, that Orioles fans wanted to see this offseason was them go out and get a high-priced, you know, star-caliber pitcher to, to front the rotation, and they didn't do it. And they had guys, you know, Kyle Bradish, a relatively unknown young 27-year-old, essentially become the staff ace and one of those young players again uh, Grayson Rodriguez one of the top prospects in the minor leagues got called up had some some rocky times but has pitched exceptionally well in the second half of the season so it looks like those two guys are going to go into the playoffs as their top two starters and uh, I don't think Orioles fans would have expected those two leading the way but here they are and uh, right now they're in pretty good position 
You're right in behind them, just two wins behind with the, the Tampa Bay Rays, who are currently playing a wild card series now, and we'll, we'll talk about the Rangers series in just a second, but how do they do it every year? On the smell of an oily rag, they, they, they struggle to find $5 <laughs> notes um, you, know, you know, to pay the bills, but every year this, this franchise just is just so good. They are, they are so smart, they are so well run, and they don't have the financial resources. As you said, uh, it, it's one of those where they scout exceptionally well, they develop their players exceptionally well, and when they're called on to produce uh, in the major leagues, most of the time they're able to do that. Um, I, I will say, though, that for all of the, uh, you know, the troubles that the Rays have had this season, maybe one of their best ever because they lost so many key players. You know, their three best starting pitchers all gone for the season due to injuries. They lost essentially their MVP candidate in shortstop Wander Franco, who uh, is under investigation and is on uh, administrative leave right now because of some incidents um, and allegations involving some uh, underage young women. I don't know how that's going to turn out, but he's certainly not coming back to them this postseason, so they've had to fill in those spots. And yet, they still managed to have the second-best record in the American League. And uh, unfortunately for them, they were in the Orioles' division, so they have to play in this wild-card series where, you know, you win two out of three or else, or else you're gone, and that's a, a tough position to be put in. Yeah, and important uh, that, that we labour that point, uh, Steve. Uh, the Orioles, on the other hand, do have a bye this round. And in the National League, uh, Atlanta and the Dodgers have the, the this round off. And, and in com- direct comparison to the Rays, they have lots of money. I think both payrolls over 200 million bucks, but they're equally smart. Um, you know, year in, year out, that they, uh, they don't seem to hand out too many bad contracts. That is true. And uh, it's... It's, it's nice to be able to, uh, to paper up if you do make mistakes. And, you know, the Dodgers did make a mistake a couple years ago with Trevor Bauer, who's been in the news lately. Um, but they were able to just, you know, get rid of that contract and move on and, and get other players. Trade for Freddie Freeman, trade for Mookie Betts, who are, you know, the, the two stars on this year's team. And, uh, and just develop, again, both teams' very good farm systems, so they have a lot of young players who come in and, and help them fill the gaps. And, yeah, they are extremely formidable, and uh, it would not surprise me one bit if the Braves or the Dodgers, whichever team comes out of the National League, ends up winning the World Series this year. USA Today Sports uh, baseball writer Steve Gardner is with us. Steve, if, if we're to talk about the, the, the playoffs um, from a holistic perspective, is it the most random of North American sports? What, you've got 162-game sort of marathon to get through to the playoffs, but then what more random things happen. What I mean here is you can have a 104-win season and be eliminated more so than in other sports. I think so. And we just have to look back to last year when, uh, you know, while the Houston Astros were, were dominant throughout the entire season, you look at what happened on the National League side where – you know, a couple of teams, the, uh, the Braves and the Mets, won over 100 games. Both of them made early exits. And the, of the six playoff teams in the National League, the number five and the number six seed advanced to the uh, National League Championship Series. And the Philadelphia Phillies went to the World Series and, and gave, us, gave the Astros a scare. So, yeah, it does. It's one of those things where eventually over the course of 162 regular season games, the cream does rise to the top. 
But with injuries, with slumps, and everything else that can happen in these short series in the playoffs, you do get some, not only some, um, some unexpected results, but you get unexpected players having series of their lives, you know, putting two or three games together and uh, becoming unlikely playoff heroes. And I think that's part of the pull of the, uh, of the playoffs and, and why they're so intriguing, because we never know, you know, what, what is going to happen, which teams and which players will, will step forward and be this year's stars. Well, let's power through these wildcard series going on now. Let's start off in the American League with the Houston Astros await the winner of the Blue Jays and the Twins. The Twins leading it two runs to nil. Kevin Goldsman on the mound for uh, the Blue Jays, you know, arguably one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. He's been uh, taken deep. Uh, the, the Twins and Blue Jays, who, who did you have prevailing prior to uh, first pitch? I, I did have the Blue Jays uh, winning this. You know, the Twins come into this playoff series with the longest playoff losing streak in North American sports history. 18 games they have lost uh, in the postseason, dating back to 2004. But uh, so, I mean, it, it, would be a, it would be a pretty big upset, even though the Twins were division champions and, and uh, the, uh, the Blue Jays were wild card winners. I still had Toronto moving on just because uh, they they play in that same division with the Orioles and the Rays and 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 they are awfully talented. I think just a little bit more talented than the than the Twins are, but certainly a lot of fight there in the Minnesota Ball Club today. Yeah, for for those listening around New Zealand, and you think your team has got it bad? That's six thousand nine hundred and thirty-seven days, nine hundred and ninety-one weeks, or eighteen years, eleven months, and twenty-eight days since the Twins have actually won a playoff game. Quite extraordinary. And Minnesota will lose its mind if they can hold on. Yes, it most definitely. Just just one win, you know. Maybe if they don't even advance, <laughs> just to get that one win and get people to stop talking about that streak. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they're absolutely sick of it. Uh, Texas have jumped all over Tampa uh, for runs to nil, end of the seventh inning in their own uh, their game. It seems to me, when you've got Kyle Seager, one of the hottest players on all of the planet, you've got a great chance with Marcus Simeon you know, up the middle. That, that double play combination, uh, both defensively and with the bat, um, should give the Rangers huge hope. They've got some big-time players. Uh, yes, they do. And in fact, if it weren't for the greatness of Shohei Otani... Uh, I think uh, I think Kyle Seager or Corey Seager would have been the MVP of the American League. I mean, he missed some time, but was just outstanding when he was in there. And the Rangers, they can hit. Make no mistake about that. One of the best offenses in all of baseball. And uh, if they can get pitching, which I think is the biggest problem for them, because you know they signed Jacob Degrom, former Cy Young Award winner. And he got hurt after seven starts. They traded for Max Scherzer, another uh, Cy Young Award winner, and he's hurt and not going to be able to pitch. So that, the pitching is going to be the big question in this series. And, and can they get it? They are today from uh, left-hander Jordan Montgomery. But uh, I, I think the, the Rays are my pick to go to the World Series from the American League. So uh, they've got some catching up to do to make me look good. Yeah, what, what an amazing achievement that would be if that is the case. Uh, as you've rightly pointed out, all the injuries they've had, uh, you, you wouldn't put it past them. To the National League we go. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, who over the last few years have been a wonderful pitching uh, lineup, um, had, had so many power arms. They're up against the Arizona Diamondbacks, who, who I think are just happy to be at this stage, aren't they? I would think so. I mean, they, uh, like the Orioles two years ago, they lost 110 games. And uh, while they haven't uh, turned it around 
uh, quite as, as fully as Baltimore has, uh, they, they were kind of a surprise, maybe, maybe the surprise of the National League. And uh, being able to do that with a lot, a lot of young and unheralded players, um, yeah, I, I think maybe they arrived a year or two early, but, um, but they're in the playoff now, and they're going to have to find a way to hit that Brewers pitching. And one thing in the Diamondbacks' favor is one of the Brewers' two best starting pitchers is Brandon Woodruff, who has got a shoulder problem and is not going to be able to take the ball in, in game two. Um, and that's a big problem for Milwaukee. They have good pitching, uh, but to lose one of your best, best pitchers right before the playoffs start is definitely not ideal. So who goes through and takes on LA in the next round? I still think it's Milwaukee, um, just because they, they have the home field advantage um, and the Diamondbacks. You know, they had to push all in to get into the playoffs, so they won't even have their best starters pitching until game two and possibly game three if there is one. So uh, I think the Brewers are probably a pretty decent favorite in this one. And the last series, also in the uh, National League, the Miami Marlins. What? They're good at baseball again? Who would have thought uh, up against the beaten World Series um, uh, team from last year, the, the, the Phillies? You know, what, what chance of the Phillies another deep run here? Are there a few more question marks on this lineup than, say, 2022? Um, I don't know. I think they're just as strong. I mean, uh, Bryce Harper is, is fully healthy, um, which he wasn't necessarily at the end of last season. Um, they still have a, a lot of the same players, uh, minus first baseman uh, Reese Hoskins, who has been out all year, but, but still a very solid offensive team. And I think they have the advantage, too, in starting pitching with the veterans in, in Aaron Nola and, and Zach Wheeler. The Marlins? Talk about being happy to be there. You know, they just barely got in. Um, they, have, they have allowed 55 more runs during the regular season than they have scored, but yet they're in the playoffs. So it's one of those where they're somehow, they somehow find a way to win close games, and uh, you know, if they can keep these games close with the Phillies, maybe they have a chance. But uh, in terms of, of overall talent, I think the Phillies are, are prohibitive favorites in this series. Well, Steve, let's be frank. If the Marlins go on and win it all, we, all of us combined know nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like they, they are defying logic Absolutely. and have done all, all season. So don't discount them for that simple thing. Steve, it's been a real treat having you on the show. Thank you so much. I know it's a really busy time for you. Uh, thanks so much for joining us here in New Zealand. No, I really appreciate talking with you all, and, uh, and thanks for having me.